For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Ravenslayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school, but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi, a sex expert a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. This is Ladyboy Gigi, and tonight... On our episode, we'll be talking about what's the problem with nudity. <laughs> and I thought that would be a good show. We just got back from a pagan festival, and I have Paul with me. Hello. Not many people were running around naked because it was so chilly and cold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but there was a few, and I even got to run around naked one day, or mm -hmm. partially naked. Where it counts. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And I thought, what's the problem with nudity in our culture? And I find it, I've kind of thought about this in the past. It's like we're expected to wear clothes, yet we're not provided clothing by the government. (laughs) I know that's a little thing, but it just seemed kind of odd to me that it's illegal to go naked. (laughs) And yet we're born naked. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just seems so weird that we're supposed to wear clothes all the time. And what is the problem with nudity? Any thoughts? Well, I think a lot of it is that people automatically assume that nudity is an inherently sexual act, and it's not. I also think that it's cultural. I think that in the early days, we made clothing because you need it to keep the sun off of you. Sometimes you need it to, especially in the cold, and things like that. And I believe that as time went on, the the church being as strict as they were on any form of sexuality, that it had a big part to do with the people equating nudity with sexuality. Yeah. But I think it goes a little deeper than that. I especially used to have a problem with this myself. Men's clothes or boys' clothes are uh, not very good at hiding erections. (laughs) (laughs) And I would get lots of erections, spontaneous ones, and that's part of the natural cycle of the male is throughout the night and sometimes even throughout the day, especially around right after reaching puberty, men get spontaneous hard-ons. <laughs> Doesn't mean they want sex at that moment. It just is the body's way of exercising the penis and working the penis, making sure it's functioning and working it on a daily basis. <laughs> But I remember just the embarrassment of having to stand up in class and trying to rearrange so that it wouldn't show as much mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'd get an erection. And and I think maybe part of nudity is that fear that, oh, I might get erect and then people will see it. <laughs> Which seems kind of odd to me because that's part of our bodily functions. Mm-hmm. I I definitely agree. I I just think that really unfortunate that so many people are afraid of the bodily functions. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, you know, I remember that hearing about that football, I think it was football game where the woman's breast popped out of her outfit and it was such a scandal. And Yeah. Yeah, it's just a breast. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> just the reaction to that and the outcry that, oh, and the humiliation mm-hmm. that she had to endure over just one little simple thing. Yeah, and it was on the news for more than a week. Yeah, it's like... Really, it's not that big a deal. It's just a breast. (laughs) We've all seen them at some point or another. 
Mm-hmm. Now, myself personally find breasts very beautiful, mm-hmm. as well as men's nipples, and mm-hmm. and I find the body is a beautiful art. You know, it's an art form in a way. For sure. Especially through dance. I remember early in my college days, I went to a modern dance performance, mm-hmm. and all the dancers were totally nude, and it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I remember the audience at first, you could feel the nervousness of everybody. <laughs> but then after the performance began, it, it wasn't a sexual thing. It was mm-hmm. very erotic in certain ways, but it wasn't overtly sexual. It was just the body in motion mm-hmm. and this beautiful dance. And I know that before that performance, I used to love to watch ballet because... They mm-hmm. wear these tights, and mm-hmm. you can pretty much tell what's what. Yeah. <laughs> and I find the body in motion is a beautiful thing. And now I go to pagan events mm-hmm. quite frequently, and if the weather permits, I usually run around naked. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to ask you, the first time you saw me running around naked, what went through your head? Because... Not as many guys running around naked as I, I mean, that's true. But we were on Kink Row at a burn, so it it really wasn't that surprising. I just remember thinking that you looked happy, like you were just beaming and like <laughs> smiling and really happy um, running Temple. And I was like, this this seems like an interesting person to get to know. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people come into Temple, and I do try to dress either very erotically or very mm-hmm. skimply, and sometimes both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most people come in, and it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. There's been a few that kind of avert their eyes mm-hmm. and blush a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's a due in big part to social conditioning. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I think another thing that's really good about public nudity is so many times the the images that we are shown of naked people in the media or at least partially naked people or scantily clad people are these perfect model type porn star type people that are like American beauty really of the American beauty standard. But Mm -hmm. when you go to an event, like a pagan festival, like a burn, you see everyday people naked, and you see what real bodies look like. Yeah, and at pagan events and burning events, it's all ages, all shapes, all sizes. Mm -hmm. And I've been so astonished at the beauty Mm-hmm. I've seen in some of these people just the yeah. motion and the way they walk. And, mm-hmm. and I remember back in my adolescent days, I was about 17, I didn't like to do PE because mm-hmm. the only thing I liked was either walking the track or playing handball by myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't like competitive sports. But often I'd just sit at the side of the tracks and watch everybody else run. <laughs> and I loved watching the boy jiggles and the girl jiggles. <laughs> and it's just 
poetry in motion. <laughs> and yes, it did get me very erect <laughs> and turned on to watch that. But what's wrong with being turned on by seeing a beautiful body? Mm-hmm. Seeing people that are... It wasn't, didn't mean I have to jump on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the myths in our culture is that if a guy, and I've heard this over and over again, if a guy wakes up with a woody mm-hmm. or he gets an erection, it's got to be taken care of mm-hmm. <laughs> by the not. girlfriend and, or boyfriend, depending. Mm-hmm. And that's just totally a myth. Yeah. It's not like he's going to get blue balls because oh, he didn't I have know. sex once. <laughs> I know. But uh, you'd be surprised how many times I've heard girls say, yeah, he woke up with a woody and I had to take care of him. It's expected of me. And that's such a big myth. <laughs> mm-hmm. He can take care of himself if he <laughs> needs to. <laughs> yeah. Masturbation does work too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things that I kind of enjoy about the pagan festivals is that people of all ages, all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. dance naked around the revel's fire. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a beautiful thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's, it is really, really beautiful to, to see the generations of people like enjoying time together and seeing a, a younger person dancing next to or with an older person there's there's a real beauty in that oh yeah and it's not just the dancing it's just this the magic of people without clothes having that that barrier of clothing has been dropped Mm -hmm. and it's like the real person shines through just a little bit more than when we're all dressed up and in clothes and Mm -hmm. shielded (laughs) yeah And I find that it's oftentimes we use clothing as to either make a statement or to hide behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like, I know we both really enjoy being expressive through the clothing that we Mm. wear. Oh, yeah. Um, And that's cool, too. Yeah, but (laughs) at at the same time... there's nothing like nudity to kind of bring down all of your, like your protection and your shield comes down and you Mm -hmm. get to the core of who you are. Yeah. And there is this, we're talking kind of on the superficial level right Mm -hmm. now, but I think there is kind of a energy blockage Mm -hmm. through clothing. Yeah. I understand. And we are energetic beings, Mm -hmm. and we have an energy that surrounds us. Yeah. Our own energy projects Mm -hmm. beyond our bodies. Yeah. I think there's a vulnerability in nudity, and I think that, unfortunately, a lot of people equate vulnerability as being a bad thing. But I think that there's a real power in being vulnerable. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize this, but in many ancient societies, nudity was the norm. Mm -hmm. Ancient Greek, ancient Rome. Yeah, a lot of times they were dressed, especially the wealthy, but Mm -hmm. there are many 
especially slaves, were mm -hmm. naked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and even lower class mm -hmm. citizens often went without clothing. But it was a warmer climate mm -hmm. in Rome and, and mm -hmm. Greece. Yeah. Mediterranean area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and most of the year, clothing wasn't required mm -hmm. to keep warm. I mean, there's still tribes around the country, uh, around the world, that uh, either ritually or as a as a regular occurrence practice partial nudity or total nudity. Oh yeah, remember way back when National Geographic started showing mm -hmm. images of some of these primal tribes mm -hmm. and nudity on the cover even mm -hmm. and it was considered pornographic and some <laughs> and yeah it's like that's not pornographic <laughs> <laughs> there is a subtle difference between pornography and mm -hmm. an art yeah and i've seen even some art that was deemed pornographic quote <laughs> oh yeah for sure kind of it surprises me how Nudity is such a big taboo in our culture. Mm -hmm. How powerful it is. Yeah. Although, you know, it is it is changing a little bit. There oh, yeah. are um, more and more places around the U.S. that allow toplessness. I believe that technically toplessness is legal everywhere in the United States. I don't know about the U.S., but in Texas it is. Mm -hmm. Because there was a case back in the, I think it was the 70s, mm -hmm. a woman sued because it was unequal rights to require a woman to cover her breasts, but not a man. Yeah. And she said, if you make it require men to cover theirs, mm -hmm. then I'll cover mine. Yeah. But it's discrimination. Mm -hmm. I, and she won. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I believe that they, they made it. Uh, that at least I seem to remember them m making it legal for women to be topless, so that the debate over whether breastfeeding was okay or not would just be solved once and for all. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, I've seen that so scandalized. Oh, a woman's feeding her baby. Ow. I know. No, that's not a sexual act. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nurturing act. Yeah, it's taking sure. care of your child mm -hmm. has nothing to do with sex. Mm -hmm. And yet, so often it's seen as a sexual act to feed a baby. Yeah. And where does that come from? I mean, it's like overkill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's just such a interesting phenomenon that we go so overboard on nudity, mm -hmm. and yet we're all born naked. Yeah. We all come into this world naked. Mm -hmm. Not only that, you can't really have a baby while wearing anything that's <laughs> constraining down there. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be mm -hmm. partially naked yeah. to even have a baby. Mm -hmm. And yet they often will keep it very shielded from... Mm -hmm view from anyone but the doctor nurses and the maybe the husband too but mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's this kind of weird thing in my mind the nudity is so oh my god that mm -hmm. person's naked yeah i remember doing 
a couple of shows on After Hours mm-hmm. where we did, did nude radio for a while. <laughs> we all went naked on the air. Mm-hmm. And the sister station banned us because, oh my God, my ears are burning. They're naked. I hear their nudity. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mean, it gets to the absurd point at times mm-hmm. that, oh my God. Ears, they'll never be the same. Oh, help me, help me. My ears are stained for life. Those people are naked on the air. Even when they can't see it. Even when they can't see it. I mean, the imagination can be a very powerful force. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, I, I even used to give a blowjob while mm-hmm. live on the air on KPFT. Yeah. With yeah. The producer. And, <laughs> We never got complaints about that, but, oh, but just you'll... going naked on the air. <laughs> I just found it kind of intriguing that mm-hmm. they would get so bent out of shape about us being naked in the studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that wasn't even a public. I mean, we're well shielded. It was just the staff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's really silly, and it's really interesting how different cultures accept nudity more than American culture, you know, in a lot of Central and South America, like, there's at least, like, nudity on beaches and things like that. And in Europe. In Europe, like, on, you know, public TV, there's nudity, and, you know, there's a, a lot more freedom than we have in the United States, and they... It's kind of interesting. It just kind of flashed through my head, but they did a study back in the late 70s, early 80s Mm -hmm. on the three networks, NBC, Mm -hmm. ABC, and CBS. Mm -hmm. And for a week of television on all three networks, they did a death toll count Mm -hmm. to measure violence on TV. Yeah. And in one week of television on the three networks, more people were depicted being killed than have died in every war we've been in together. Wow. That's a lot of violence. Yeah. And back then, the violence wasn't as near as bad as it is today. Graphic. We can show horribly graphic violence, Mm -hmm. but dare show a exposed breast it's mm-hmm. getting a little better but yeah but for the most part mm-hmm. we still can't show two people graphically making love mm-hmm. on television yeah but we can show this horrific violence mm-hmm. and uh, i find that disturbing that yeah graphic violence is okay but nudity is not mm-hmm. what's wrong with this picture mm-hmm <laughs> For me, living in a more sex-positive lifestyle, it's accepting and celebrating nudity Mm -hmm. and stepping away from some of the violence. Yeah. Getting to the point where we open our arms and embrace Mm -hmm. nudity and the joys of the human body. Mm Mm-hmm. And step away from this horrific violence that's depicted. And I'm not, I mean, I don't think it's bad to have some violence, Mm -hmm. but it's so bombarded on us. Yeah. I mean. And especially children. 
because mm-hmm. it's it's harder to 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 put things into perspective when you're a child, and when you become desensitized to the violence, it it's just well, what it's happens. it's sending the wrong message mm-hmm. to all of us. Yeah, I mean it's okay to be violent, but not okay to be nude or enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's really backwards. I'd like to take a station break for a moment and talk a little bit about Raven Slayer, in particular about our show. It, it does cost us money to put this show together. We have production costs. We have other hidden costs that so far have been, for the most part, coming out of my pocket. And we would like to see support for this show. If you learn something new or really get something amazing from this show, we do ask that you help support the show, even if it's just $1 a month. And you can give as low as $1 a month. Mm-hmm. If enough people give a dollar a month, that adds up real quick. Yeah. And so support us on patreon.com forward slash Ladyboy Gigi, and provide some support for the show. Mm-hmm. And we also have training videos on ravenslayerleather.com, most of which I've priced very low at $10. And for $10, you get a lot of videos on mm-hmm. most of the training programs. Yeah. So it can be very powerful. Mm-hmm. And if you want some worksheets and some audio files and some PDF worksheets and directions on how to really fine-tune some of the things we cover on this show, mm-hmm. be sure to check out ravenslayerleather.com, especially for things like the erotic body map. I provide PDF file templates to draw out your erotic body map mm-hmm. for some of the guided meditations, the erotic meditation. I have a complete audio file mp3 file to listen to and really take a erotic meditation mini vacation mm-hmm. <laughs> so check out all our training programs at ravenslayerleather.com yeah and if they wanted to email you what, what is the email again the email to email me if you have a question or comment about the show is admin at ravenslayerleather.com. So, back to nudity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd like to talk about some of the benefits I've gotten from running around naked. Mm-hmm. I find that when I'm at a pagan event or a burning event, mm-hmm. and I'm running around doing my thing, even away from Sacred Sex Temple, I notice that because I'm naked, People tend to open up more to me. Mm-hmm. They tend to be less guarded around me because mm-hmm. I'm coming from a place of vulnerability and being totally myself and mm-hmm. showing totally myself all the little bits. <laughs> and it's not really so much a sexual thing, but a a kind of trust and bonding thing Yeah, that occurs when two or more, even one person runs around naked, 
it kind of is liberating for people, I think. Oh, Especially yeah. people that have never been in a public or semi-public setting mm-hmm. where nudity is allowed. All the events I've gone to, it's always been clothing optional. Yeah. Rarely is it nudity required. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now there are some nudist colonies where it's nudity required. Mm-hmm. There, it varies from place to place. But there is a certain energy, and I remember seeing that show, the sex around the world. Yeah. And how when they went to Germany, the there was a group that liked to practice nudity in all aspects of life, or mm-hmm. many aspects where it's safe. Yeah. I don't think many people would want to try to perform welding in the nude. Yeah. <laughs> There are some situations where you need protection, but mm-hmm. there was this whole concept of, and she interviewed one guy, and he said, like, yeah, it's just such a liberating feeling mm-hmm. to be naked and not have to worry about clothing and being kind of cut off from everything Yeah, at that level. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a fascinating. What did you think about it? Oh, I I thought it was really interesting myself. I did find it surprising. I mean, at one moment, the producer or the spokeswoman for the show, mm-hmm. she said, okay, I'll take something off. And she just took off her jacket. And I yeah. thought, oh, come on, that's yeah, lame. that was a cop-out. Yeah, that was such a cop-out. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she, she join them, get naked. Yeah, <laughs> but even she couldn't do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was and she is a professional sex, uh, you know. Uh, well, she was a media correspondent uh, type. Okay, she did more than just sex show. Okay, she was a correspondent throughout. But. But, but she was at least doing a multi-like part yeah. series about sex around the world. Yeah, and I found that it was kind of weird that even she couldn't get naked. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you like how deeply ingrained and in, and rooted this this fear of nudity is for people. And like I I remember like there's a lot of times that I talk to. people, older people about the pagan festivals and the burns that I go to, they're always like, that sounds really interesting, but no one would want to see me running around naked. And I always tell them, you won't be the oldest person running around naked. And I have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I one time did a radical fairy gathering at one of the pagan campgrounds. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of radical fairies, and, and a lot of them were into the nudity thing and mm-hmm. really cool with it, as most radical fairies are. Yeah. But we had one guy that was, he was like enclosed the entire time. Mm-hmm. And we had gone off on a little hike up into the meadow to watch the stars at one point. It was about one or two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we all came back, and there he was. In the, I had this one shower right next to the fire pit because mm-hmm. I heated the water to the shower tank with the fire mm-hmm. or campfire. And then I moved it off the grid. Mm-hmm. So he was there in his 
shining Chloe taking a shower as we walked in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he tried to cover up and got all embarrassed. And then he thought, well, what the hell? He was still covered in soap. He had to rinse off. <laughs> and so he put on a show for us. <laughs> and the next day he was out of clothes. He said, at first it scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, this isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. And then he said, and believe it or not, after a while I thought, actually this kind of feels liberating. <laughs> and it wasn't a sexual thing so much. It was just this sense of, oh, I don't have to hide this. Yeah, I don't have to be so shy about my body. I am okay in my body. Yeah, And I think, and he even talked to me about it after the event. And he said, it was such a feeling of liberation when y'all walked in on me. <laughs> it was like none of us planned it. It just happened. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad it happened now because now I feel much more comfortable being naked. That's awesome. I got to thinking about that after the event. And I thought, I wonder how many people are living in this fear of exposure and mm-hmm. being being so super shy and hung up about their bodies that they mm-hmm. feel they have to keep it, their bodies hidden through clothes. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, one of and the And that's a deep sense of body shame. Mm-hmm. It, it's like one of the most common nightmares is like winding up in... Front of the class, in front of the class, (laughs) naked, like your clothes just disappearing off your body. I think that speaks to how, again, how deeply rooted this fear is. Yeah, and it's you know where does it come from? That, and I think part of it does come from this whole false sense of what body beautiful is supposed to be, Mm -hmm. and that none of us can measure up. Yeah. Because we don't have hairbrushes, we don't have a team of makeup artists and hairdressers and Mm -hmm. choreographers and the whole lineup that goes behind all the multimedia that's out there. Yeah. It's like, it's just us in our natural bodies. And in a strange sort of way, I find the body natural, Mm -hmm. like at pagan events, far more sexy and beautiful than the... Oh, yeah airbrushed and mm-hmm. choreographed and mm-hmm. posed media shots we get, yeah. whether video or still mm-hmm. shots. It's like those are so fake in my head. Yeah, and also they all look the same, whereas real, like, natural people, natural beauty, see all sorts of different sizes, shapes, styles, you know, you, you, a lot of people think most of their style and per, like things that m- make it possible to see someone's personality like comes from their clothing, but you can definitely tell, still tell what someone's style is like even when they're completely naked. And one of the things that I've kind of brought up in the body image healing is that there's different things that attract us. Mm-hmm. And I've been attracted, you know, to the way a person walks across the room, mm-hmm. the way they make gestures with their hands. Mm-hmm. They can be so elegant and g- 
graceful mm. and beautiful the way they kind of shake their hair around or mm-hmm. take their I remember oh I used to get so turned on to Emma Peel and mm-hmm. in the beginning of in the Avengers and mm. the way she would just flick her hair with the gun mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just this <laughs> beautiful gesture it's amazing how much clothing can or at least in my mind I wonder how much clothing can interfere with even more expressive gestures, mm-hmm. bodily gestures, mm-hmm. that everything gets kind of shielded and hidden. Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways when I saw that nude modern dance, some of the gestures and movements mm-hmm. of the body, naked bodies were just so amazing mm-hmm. and beautiful. And, and there's a couple of them that was really hot too mm-hmm. that for the most part it was just this kind of sense of attraction and beauty and this sense of I kept wanting to strip off my clothes and join them <laughs> dancing <laughs> but I had to be restrained it yes. was not appropriate at that mm-hmm. point in setting and I kind of think maybe I should do a uh, nude dance mm-hmm. for Aphrodite's temple mm-hmm. where we do a ritual where we all slowly shed our clothes and dance together naked under the moonlight mm-hmm. around the campfire. That would be, I think that'd be an good. amazing <laughs> display of opening up and really getting rid of that taboo and mm-hmm. I think that's a part of it. I think that's a part of the what the guy felt taking the shower yeah. was, damn, my taboo just got broken mm-hmm. big time. <laughs> yeah. And I think he was kind of ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he would have snuck into the shower at three in the morning mm-hmm. without expecting at least someone to walk in on him. <laughs> <laughs> And might not have been conscious, but I think somewhere deep inside, he kind of wanted to get caught taking a shower. <laughs> caught with the pants down, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is a power in that. Yeah. There is a liberation and feeling that sense of freedom. And and I noticed that little children, very young, before they've really gone through the socialization process, mm-hmm tend to have that feeling of freedom naturally and yeah. and express it so joyfully and they're so curious about their bodies and mm-hmm. so amazingly innocent about it all. Mm-hmm. And it's not until socialization kicks in and all these taboos get kind of dumped on us yeah. that all of a sudden we do become shy and mm-hmm. and we start living in the dark ages of sexuality and sensuality yeah. and and it blocks us. Mm-hmm. I know the first time I went nude mm-hmm. because I was shy at first. Uh, I was very shy at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first event, it was at a campground, mm-hmm. church camp, and everybody decided to go skinny dipping. Mm-hmm. And at first I went in my underwear, mm-hmm. and then I finally said, screw this. Mm-hmm. And I took my underwear off, and 
I just felt this sense of freedom and mm -hmm. that inner child just came up and I got on the rope swing and I swung out and dove in the water and it mm -hmm. just felt so good swimming naked. Yeah. And then I got swam out to this floating barge they had in the middle and mm -hmm. climbed up on that and just the freedom of being so uninhibited, mm -hmm. being so free and joyful at just my body and nature and water is just amazing. Mm. So for those listening in, I know there's many environments that it's illegal to be naked, but there are some events and places where nudity is permitted, where it is clothing optional. Mm -hmm. If you really want to challenge yourself, check some of these events and places out. See what it feels like to really liberate yourself. It's scary at first. It mm -hmm. was for me. I know it was for the guy in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> he really reacted when we walked in on him. We said, oh, we can go away if you want. And by that point, he said, no, it's okay. And then he started really, I think the, that sense of freedom kicked in. And he was going, Oh, yes, it's okay. <laughs> and then we started commenting while he showered the rest <laughs> of the shower. We said, oh, you have a beautiful body. Why are you so ashamed of it? <laughs> mm. And he started really getting red in the face and, <laughs> and going, oh, I'm so embarrassed. And I said, no, no, you're beautiful. you got an amazing cock and <laughs> I love the way it jiggles around while you're showering <laughs> and you've got a beautiful body and uh, it wasn't just me commenting some of the other guys were like "Ooh, mm -hmm. baby <laughs> mm -hmm. he was pretty hot he was a big guy too mm -hmm. which I'm not usually attracted to the really big tall mm -hmm. heavy oh, set built ones mm -hmm. but he did have a really nice pretty body mm -hmm. <laughs> it's amazing how to me we can get so hung up on something so simple mm -hmm. and that we feel like we have to wear clothes all the time and fortunately nowadays when weather permitting uh, half the time I run around the house naked mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's Amazing and freeing and liberating to be able to just be in my own shell, mm -hmm. not have all the outer shells put on. Yeah. But any thoughts as I've uh, gone through some of this? You gave a challenge earlier to for people to find events and places where they could practice public nudity. I would search for local nudist communities. Um, there's a lot that are done through uh, meetup.com. There's a lot of local nudist communities. There's also lots of pagan events, many of yeah. which are clothing. Now, some are clothing required, mm -hmm. but there's many that are clothing optional. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Burns earlier. There yeah, are Burning Man and regional Burning Mans are... I think mm -hmm. all of them are clothing optional. Yeah, and they're all throughout the country. So there's there's a variety of ways that you can find a place where it's 
not only accepted, but... It is clothing optional, so you can go your first time and wear clothes the whole time and just see what the environment's like. Mm -hmm. And maybe the second time you'll go have a little more courage and go, oh, I think I want to join in on this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you'd be surprised how the shame and body shame just melts away the first Mm -hmm. time you go naked in front of people. Yeah, It's like... You don't look as bad as you're telling yourself you look. Mm -hmm. Or at least I didn't look as... Everybody just loved seeing me naked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they didn't come up and go, ooh, put some clothes on. I've I've never seen (laughs) anyone say that at any of the events I go to. No. Anyone. And so you, you do have a beautiful body. And one of the things while we're on the subject of nudity is that I'm so amazed at how beautiful the body is in both form and function. It's really an amazing entity that we are, that it works so well most of the time, especially the sexual body, mm-hmm. how well it responds when it does. And, but also the sensual and the, just the body itself is amazing. We have this amazing capacity with just our hands having an opposable thumb that we can use tools we can use our hands as intricately as we can Mm -hmm. and then we can go on from there the body is just so amazing (laughs) and it does have this beauty and grace even for me that you know I always felt like I was a little bit on the clumsy side I was you know I have poor eye-hand coordination, and and I thought, oh, I'm just going to... But then I realized, no, I do have a grace in my motion. Mm -hmm. I do have an elegance in the way I move. And and it took me, in part, going naked to really get fully in touch with that part of myself, that sense of beauty and grace and movement. Mm -hmm. And I think there is something to be said to just feeling the sun all over your body, feeling the wind blow across your body. It can be such an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And then to see other people watching you as you walk around naked and appreciate your body is one of the biggest compliments. It's not even said. It's just by their glance and their smile as mm-hmm. I walk by. <laughs> And I think that's another one of the benefits, to be appreciated, not for the clothing I buy, but just for me and my body and who and what I am. Mm-hmm. And what higher compliment can we get mm. when someone sees us totally naked and gives a big warm smile of approval? <laughs> mm-hmm. What other benefits have you experienced being naked? Um. So... I feel that, you know, one of the things we've talked about is the feeling of freedom that you feel when you're naked. And I I experienced that a lot. I remember the first uh, time I really spent time naked around people was when I, when I was around 20 and started going to rainbow gatherings. And I remember like the feeling of 
feeling awkward at first being naked around a woman that was naked and like not knowing whether to avert my eyes or if like that was rude to avert your eyes like but I didn't want to stare and you know it just felt really weird but it only took me like a couple of days to just get natural and like realize that it's it's just a body it's not a sexual thing and I think some of my like awkwardness around women kind of melted like through through my experiences being naked with with other women and well, while they were naked too well yeah yeah I think that just goes to show how deep the social conditioning goes mm-hmm. that oh if you're naked and she's naked you got to jump each other's bones mm-hmm. and no that's not how it works mm-hmm it's often better if you are naked when you do jump someone's bones. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just because you are naked doesn't mean you have to mm-hmm. or that you even want to at that moment. Yeah. And it kind of ties into one of the myths that I hear often is that men are supposed to be always ready and always mm-hmm. thinking about sex and that if you're not always thinking about it and ready for action... There's something wrong with you mm-hmm. as a male. And that is so bogus. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are many times when I'm not in the mood for sex or I'm not ready. And yeah, we can do some things to get me ready, but it mm-hmm. takes that warm up time, getting in the right headspace for it. Mm-hmm. And just walking around naked doesn't mean I'm ready to have sex with somebody yeah and seeing others naked around me doesn't make me want to have sex Mm -hmm. but we're socially conditioned that if we see someone naked we're supposed to get an instant boner Mm -hmm. or get highly aroused and from all the events i've been to that are clothing optional that doesn't happen that happens in temple but Mm-hmm. We've set the environment, oh, we've yeah. set the headspace, we've mm-hmm. done the workshops, and mm-hmm. we cultivate that mood in that space. Yeah. And so that's an appropriate environment to mm-hmm. have sex. But yeah. it's not, and some people come into the temple fully dressed, and then before long they're shedding the clothes mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're interested in playing. And so that's what it's all about is nudity isn't something overtly sexual yeah seeing a woman's breast it's Mm -hmm. not in fact the function of the breast isn't sexual at all yeah or it it can be Mm -hmm. but its main function is to produce breast milk for an infant Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting how we sexualize parts of the body and not other parts of the body Mm -hmm. it's What's going on there? It's an interesting phenomenon. Because in many tribes and in many places, women and men going topless is just the same as here, a man Mm -hmm. going topless. Yeah. It's like a woman doesn't want to jump a guy's Mm -hmm. because his nipples are showing. Yeah. 
and the nipples are the same material as the breast, just mm-hmm. not as full and round. Yeah. So, interesting thoughts, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that brings us to the end of this edition. Mm-hmm. And we would like to encourage you to visit ravenslayerleather.com. Yeah. Check out some of our training films and materials and help support the show. Be a part of it. Be a patron of Adult Bedtime Stories. We don't have a question this week, so feel free to write in and ask us a question about anything sexual. We'll be happy to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add? I just hope everyone listening has a, a really, really good time out there. And I hope that someone, s- some people who haven't experienced the joy of public nudity get the courage up and find a way to experience it. But do it in an appropriate environment. Yes. We don't want you getting arrested for public nudity. Yes. <laughs> and but there are... I mean, even here, we didn't mention it, but here we have, um, whenever there's a fifth Tuesday of the month, mm-hmm. we have what's called Naked Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it's a group of people that we take over a bar or other venue. They can, the organizers clear it with the owners. And we have totally clothing optional space mm-hmm. where many, if not most, go naked for a night. Yeah. And we do different activities. One time we role played and played the game of Clue. We had Miss, Mm -hmm. I was Miss Scarlet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We had Professor Plum. We had all the characters and did a murder mystery, naked murder mystery. So that was a lot of fun. So there's different things you can do with nudity that can be intriguing and fun and amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and with that have a good night and enjoy those nocturnal emissions and who knows maybe you'll dream of running around naked and have a really amazing nighttime dream (laughs) good night i find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories, 
Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.